Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! At box ce soir, Alexandre Vachon et Brandon Pitball. Alors, Eric Nielsen, Jonathan Tremblay. Alors, Gord et Kevin Cormier. situation. There is a Cape Breton screaming eagle on the bench. He is on the bench in the middle of that pileup with the Teton. That is George Davis on the bench and he jumped right into the bench. And that's what we're talking about. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Five in a Game. I am your host Jordan and thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I've seen that the last one on Marc-Andre Waugh. I got a lot of love out there, guys, so I really appreciate you guys checking that one out. That was a really good one. Like I said, he's the all-time penalty minute leader for the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League with 653 penalty minutes. I mean, absolutely amazing. And if you guys haven't you know, checked it out, be sure to check out the one I did on Samuel Duplain, the first one I ever did. Um, that was a really fun one, too. Uh, but today's episode, I'm going to talk about a guy who really took on anyone and everything of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. I mean, he played for the Shawinigan Cataracts, and he played for the St. John's Fog Devils. I'm talking about Marty Doyle, number 43, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that guy there that guy there could really throw them, and I'm really looking forward to getting into uh, the life and career of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League uh, of Marty Doyle. I mean, and the guys he fought, the things that he's done, and where he went to play afterwards. I mean, the guy had a hell of a career here in the Quebec Major League. So, like I said, thank you so much for tuning in, and this is going to be a fun one. I really hope you guys enjoy it as much as I do. If this is your first time checking this out, um, this is an enforcer-based channel for the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League guys uh, where I talk about their careers, people they fought, the penalty minutes they had, the year they got drafted. And all that. And just really look at the guys and the names that they've taken on and the career that they had. Um, so, yeah, if you guys haven't done yet, uh, like and subscribe to the channel. I'd really appreciate it. It would mean a lot. Um, I just want to say thanks to uh, Darren for Fourth Line Voice. Um, he actually gave me the inspiration to do something like this. Um, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate the shout-outs he gives me on his channel. It means a lot. So, uh with that being said, I just want to say thanks, Darren. Uh, you kind of made this happen. I had so much fun with you on your show that I decided to do a little something myself. Um, Alec over at the Five for Fighting podcast. Uh, that guy puts on an amazing show, too. I check him out as often as I can. Um, so definitely go like and subscribe to them guys' channels. You can follow them guys on Spotify. I don't know if I'm going to dip into that water, but we'll see how this goes. But uh, I just want to say thanks to everybody listening. It really means a lot. And So with that being said... Let's get into the career of Marty Doyle. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Like, this is going to be a fun one, man, I must say. Marty Doyle was one tough cat. Uh, Marty Doyle was born September 25th, 1985, from King City, Ontario. 
Uh, he was 6'1", 235 pounds, right winger. Um, he started the season off in 2003. started it off, actually, in the OHL with the Sudbury Wolves. He uh, played six games, had two assists, and uh, 22 penalty minutes. He had two fights for the Wolves. Um, I don't really know what happened, uh, why the Wolves let him go, but the Schwinnigan Cataracts obviously had their eye on him and invited him to, the, invited him to their team in 2003. Um, he played 38 games. He had three goals, three assists, and 133 penalty minutes, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, he made a big splash his first year. Um, his first game, he fought Dominic Demore for Gatineau, another tough dude. Uh, Dominic Demore, he was... He was he was legit. Dominic Demore doesn't get talked about a lot, but that man he did a lot of fighting back then in the queue. Um, really tough defenseman from the QMJHL from the Gatineau Olympics. Um, but it's his second fight that really does it for me. His second fight in the queue is against none other than Jonathan Tremblay, the hammer, the terror of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Which, in my opinion, is a massive fight for Marty Doyle. I mean, this sets the tone for Marty Doyle going forward. I mean, having a fight with Jonathan Tremblay definitely is something to have on your fight card. But, I mean, he he doesn't do bad. I mean, Jonathan Tremblay connects with a lot of left hands during this fight. But Marty Doyle is firing right back. I mean, these two guys have a really solid scrap, especially for Marty Doyle's second fight in the queue. I mean... I, at the end, I'd give it to Tremblay, but, like, or you could eat, like, see, it's hard, like, because, in my opinion, Jonathan Tremblay was was the king of the queue around this era, but Marty Doyle doesn't give up, and that's the thing with Marty Doyle's fights, you'll never see Marty Doyle being the one to be like, hey, come on in here or not, like, he just keeps on swinging, and these two guys have a really solid fight, and like I said, this is the second fight for Marty Doyle as a Shawinigan cataract, and he goes up against the hammer, Jonathan Tremblay. I mean, you got to give respect to that. So the news travels fast about Marty Doyle at that point. Cause I mean, let's be honest, like for those out there who don't know who Jonathan Tremblay was, he was the top dog in the queue for a long time. And to me, he's the king of it. He's the heavyweight champ for what I've seen. Like, I know there's a lot of tough guys that came in and out of the queue, but Jonathan Tremblay at that time, he, he, he struck fear in a lot of teams. And for Marty Doyle, for your second fight in the queue, to do that good against a guy like Jonathan Tremblay, I mean, that just goes to show you where Marty Doyle stood on the totem pole in his time in the queue. And like I said, this is his first year. Um, after that, he has a good fight with Jesse Goodsell. Um, these two guys have a really spirited good fight. But at the end, Marty Doyle really lays it on thick and gives, uh, gives Jesse Goodsell a good run for his money there. But uh, throughout that season, he fought guys like Scott Gibson, Cody Doucette. Uh, he had good fights with Ryan Hand. Um, but another good fight that happened is when he met Thomas Belmare for the Drummondville Voltagers. I mean, Thomas Belmare, like I said, he's still acing them up, still doing the job today. Another really tough guy. And that season, Marty Doyle fought him twice. I mean, Marty Doyle, like I said, he put one hell of a shift in his first year. I mean, he fought them all. He really and truly did. I mean, this one here is Thomas Belmere and Marty Doyle's first encounter. I mean, as you can see, Thomas Belmere, just a real tough dude getting the lefts flying, but Marty Doyle just absorbing every single bit of it. You couldn't knock the guy down. I mean, he was really strong on his skates, could take a shot to give a shot. And then he was, a, in my opinion, he was a marathon fighter. Marty Doyle, could fight to the death and to take out a guy like that and get the win over Thomas Belmere. I mean, I'm that I'm, I'm pretty sure that was his fourth fight 
going in. So already in his fourth fight of the queue, he's fought Dominic Dominic Demore, Jonathan Tremblay, Jesse Goodsell, and then link with Thomas Belmare. I mean, absolutely amazing. So like he's going through the list. He's going through the list. Doyle is making his name around the queue. They said he goes on to fight Corey Pasternak, Olivier Legault, Jimmy Bonneau, Nathan Vino, Robin Richards, and Guillaume Desbaudet. So that's a solid rookie season for Marty Doyle. Um, it's a solid rookie season for anybody. But now we're going into season two when he's back with the Cataracts. He plays 67 games, six goals, six assists, and 209 penalty minutes, coming in with 28 fights. I mean, he fights Jesse Goodsell again, David Starenke five times. And ladies and gentlemen, these guys have marathon fights. I mean, that's exactly what these were. These guys absolutely went to war every single time they fought. And these were marathon fights. They really and truly were. Um... He also went in and fought Matthew St. Marie three times that season. Matthew St. Marie, another guy. But the name that's about to come up, ladies and gentlemen, is an absolute legend of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. And around this time, this is Marty Doyle's the only guy that could really stand up to him because um, he had one hell of a season. And in 2004 was the year of, of Kevin Cormier, number 28 for the Halifax Mooseheads. I mean, he had that reputation just like Jonathan Tremblay did. Um, and that was his rookie year. Kevin Cormier was untouchable in 2004. But things came a little different. He was having a hell of a year. Cormier was running through the league. And that's when he ran into Marty Doyle. And these guys had an absolute war in Shawinigan. I mean... Both guys giving the best shots they could, taking the shots they could. But Marty Doyle just wouldn't go down. And it kind of showed you exactly what kind of guy Marty Doyle was. Kevin Cormier in his rookie year, you know, Marty Doyle being a second-year veteran in there, really showing the whole cue who he was. And, like, Cormier gave it his best, but it just wasn't enough to knock down Marty Doyle. Like I said, the guy, was he was second to none. He had great balance, could take a good shot. And, you know, he had a great, great fight with Kevin Cormier. He really and truly did. Um, to say that in 2004 is absolutely huge. Because, like I said, Cormier was running through the league at that point. But also, he had wars with Brandon Tidball, the brother of Curtis Tidball. I mean, every single time these guys were on the ice, they fought. They fought a total of three times this season. I mean, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of bad blood. I remember seeing these guys fighting every single time. Shawinigan played the Ramparts. It was always Doyle versus Tidball, and these guys had absolute wars. Um, this is also Brandon Tidball's first season in the Quebec Ramparts, so he's trying to make a name for himself. Brandon Tidball's a little bit different than his brother. Both the Tidball brothers were tough, but Brandon was a little bit of a showboater, a little bit of a shit disturber there, while Curtis Tidball was just strictly fighting. That's all he was. He was just a tough dude. Um but yeah, that season he went on to fight Brandon Tidball three times. He fought Jimmy Bonneau twice. He fought an up-and-coming Quebec Major Junior Hockey League tough guy, Eric Lizon. Um, he also had great fights with Ryan Hand and Alex Vachon for the Ramouski Oceanic. So Marty Doyle has an amazing second season of, uh, of in Shawinigan. You know, like I said, he racked up the six goals, six assists with 28 fights. And he fought them all. He really and truly did. And then the third season comes, his third and final season, and a new team comes to town, the St. John's Fog Devils. And the expansion draft, he goes the third round 
number five pick for the Fog Devils. So these guys are trying to have a, you know, make a good name for themselves, and they're looking to add toughness to the team. And what better way to get that than getting a guy like Marty Doyle, who was the assistant captain that year. And this year here, he really embraces the leader role. I mean, he really and truly does. It doesn't slow him down from fighting. He still racks up 23 fights. But this season here is his best season he's ever had in the queue. I mean, in 67 games played, he had 13 goals, 25 assists, and 269 penalty minutes. That is by far the best season Marty Doyle has had over the last two years that we already covered. So his third year, he really, he's the big veteran on the team. He's definitely a leader. And like I said, he's a tough guy, and he's he came into the league as a tough guy, and he exited out as a tough guy. But, like, the guy had 23 fights. Um, like, he fought Olivier Legault for the Lewis and Maniacs. Um, Legault was another tough guy. Big, big boy. Must have been about 6'4". Um, he could really throw the man. Um, Gabby Rock. Every, for the listeners out there, you guys know who Gabby Rock is. Those guys had marathon fights as well. Uh, Steve Nadywary twice. He fought Kevin Cormier five times that year. Um Honestly, Doyle was probably the only guy at the time that would even consider taking on Kevin Cormier because like that that especially five times. I mean, like there was guys obviously that fought Kevin Cormier, but the fights weren't the same unless it was Doyle and Cormier. I mean, if you guys go back and you guys try to find some Cormier and Doyle fights, you guys are going to see it firsthand that those guys always had battles. It was nonstop battles between Cormier and Doyle and Doyle was really the only one in 2004 that could really, you know, keep up to him, really. And it was the exact same in 2005 when Doyle was on the Fog Devils. Uh, him and Cormier had nonstop battles. Um, he also went on to fight Tim Spencer, who later became one of his teammates. Uh, Tim Spencer, big dude, played for the Moncton Wildcats, very big man. Um, he had to be about 6'4", maybe even 6'5". Tim Spencer, another tough cat, man. Um he did the job really well in Moncton, so him and Doyle went at it pretty good. Again, another marathon fight for Doyle, as always. Um, yeah, he um, he fought David Victor. Um, to be honest, David Victor isn't someone that I would really classify as an enforcer. Um, David Victor played on the Cape Breton Screaming Eagles, where I'm from, and I watched David Victor. David Victor, don't get me wrong, he had a couple of fights. He like the besides the four fights with Doyle, he had maybe I think one that year with Jimmy Bono. Um, but he wasn't a guy who did it all the time, like Marty Doyle and Jimmy Bono and Cormier and Trombley and all those guys. David Victor was just a guy that if push come to shove, he'd fight you whether you were the heavyweights or not. So I like I said, I wouldn't really classify Victor as a top, top, tough guy, but he could definitely hold his own. Um, he also went on to fight Benoit Pichet for the Val d'Or Fourier. Another guy who who did the job, man. Another tough guy, Benoit Pichet. My hat is off to him, man. I wish uh, I wish I would have seen more of him for sure. Like he's another guy who doesn't get a lot of credit for being a QMJHL tough guy. Um, he fights David Styranki again, and he goes on to fight Eric Lizon. But his final fight in the QMJHL is against none other. Then Brad Gallant, the brother of Brett Gallant. Um, Brad came into the league, I'm pretty sure, a year before Brett did. Another another tough dude. Um, but this was kind of his farewell fight. This was his very last fight ever in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Um, it was in the playoffs, and the Eagles beat them out. 
Um, but Bragland gave him what he needed. They put the two tough guys out at the very end of the game, and Marty Doyle left as he came in, and he left swinging. Um, him and Bragland had an absolute uh, great fight at the end. Uh, really good way to end the career for Mar- Marty Doyle, if you had asked me. Um, like I said, he put up a bunch of fights, and he fought all the tough guys throughout the throughout his whole career. Um, a guy that really should be recognized for what he's done. Um, big part of when that league was at the, at the highest of his toughness, man. Marty Doyle was at the top of that list for sure. And like I said, I I had a lot of fun going over Marty's career. Thankfully, I got to watch it live when he'd come to Cape Breton. But Marty Doyle was all honestly, he was just an honest player, a really tough dude, and yeah, what a hell of a career Marty Doyle had in the QMJHL. He'll by far go down as one of the toughest guys to ever lace the skates for Shawinigan. Cataracts were still in the league, but the Fog Devils, they're no longer in the league. I, I'm pretty sure they folded it in 2009. But they can say they had one of the toughest guys in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Um, I had so much fun covering Marty's career. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Thank you so much for listening. Um, again, if you guys could like and subscribe, that'd be great. Um, I'm getting a couple of, you know, um, people are getting some requests to me about guys they want to see. So if you guys, you know, if there's a certain Quebec Major Junior Hockey League fighter that stood out to you, um, wherever you're from, then by far, definitely let me know and maybe I'll get one on there for you guys. So thanks again for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Marty Doyle again. Uh, huge congratulations on a wonderful career. And yeah, guys, thanks for uh, thanks again for listening. But uh, that's all I have for you today. That concludes the the topic and the episode of Marty Doyle, one of the toughest guys to ever lace the skates in the queue for the Shawinigan Cataracts and the St. John's Fog Devils. Uh, after the queue was over for Marty, he went on to play uh, CHL hockey. Uh, he played a couple seasons there. He had a little stint in the ECHL and the IHL. And yeah, Marty really bounced around a couple leagues after the queue before retiring. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening to the episode of Marty Doyle, number 43. I had a lot of fun. Um, definitely like and subscribe, like I said again. And we'll see you here next time on Five in a Game.